this week's edition of Yes Mother, a podcast that we normally cover the A&E show Bates Motel, but while they're on their break, we've been doing some other things. Uh, today, we're just going to be doing a general what we've been watching. So, nothing about Buffy, nothing about Bates, just other things that we've been watching. And I'm Sue. And I'm Em. And welcome back. Hello, everybody. Hello, Sue. Hello. Should we pretend we haven't been talking for an hour about (laughs) high school? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, let's pretend we haven't been talking for an hour. So, how are you? I'm good. Good. Had a big day. It's kind of late. Yeah. I'm good too. Good. I can't find my notes, but I don't think I've watched that much. Oh, really? I've been doing a lot of Buffy. I've been doing a lot of Angel. And then just... I don't know. I've been watching... I've been starting watching things late. Rather earlier. And I've been doing editing. I'll, like, watch TV with Rob. And I'm not going to know what we've been watching Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay, well... But I have been watching a few things. We can get one over with, if you want. Yeah, because I've got a crap load of stuff. Okay, good. (laughs) Just breeze through mine. Well, we've got a little feedback. We do, we do. We got a, what we've been watching, feedback from Harold. We did. Then we got a note from our sister cat. Yes, we did. Do you want to, I've got Harold's in front of me. Do you, I'll read his. Do you yeah, want to read cats? Sure. Go ahead. I'll find cats. Okay, so Harold says, Sue and Emily. Since I last wrote about what I've been watching, I finished Deadwood, great show, and have been watching these three shows. I'm with you, Harold. Deadwood is amazing. Um, but his three shows are True Detective. Earlier, so you watched that? Yes, I did. Um, Harold says, earlier this year, my, my Facebook page lit up with everyone talking about this show. But since I don't have HBO, I had to wait until the discs were available from Netflix. A story of two detectives and a serial killer, but as hackneyed as that sounds, it really one of those journeys into the heart of darkness type stories that I find irresistible. It begins in 2012 as two retired detectives are separately interviewed by their modern counterparts about a murder investigation that they thought they had solved in 1995. The police have questions because a similar murder was recently discovered. Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey deserve all the acclaim that they received playing these two men over the course of 17 years. It worked well as a binge watch where I was able to watch it fairly quickly without getting caught up in 
two months of internet speculation about the hidden meaning of every line of dialogue, dialogue, prop, and set decoration, which I gather <laughs> sets some people up for disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> there is something nice to that. There is. Like, I wonder what it'd be to just watch Lost Alone right now. I know, huh? <laughs> yeah, for the first time, just watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. And I agree. I watched True Detective 2, Harold, and that is an amazing show. You, it is so good. I've tried to watch it, but for some reason I can't get that HBO code to work. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're still having trouble with that? Yep. That is so weird. It is weird. Anyway, I imagine it'll probably soon be on Amazon Prime. Yeah, like, other HBO stuff ago. is, right? Yeah. Good. But, oh man, it's so good. And I remember talking about it earlier. It was one of the, I couldn't binge watch it. I had to give myself, like, every time I watched an episode, I would have to give myself about a week or so before I watched the I next didn't know one. you had to wait that long. <laughs> oh, it, it's so gritty and just, oh, it's so good. Well, and, my, my hair guy, Patrick, same way. He's like, I couldn't watch more than like one episode a night. Yep. It just was too much for me. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, yeah, because it's so, and both McConaughey and Woody Harrelson are just, oh, they're, they're so amazing. It It's so good. I'm excited to watch it. Just need it's to so, figure out how. Yeah. And it's one of those series where, like, the next season isn't going to have those two. It's going to be, um, I guess it's going to be Vince Vaughn and Colin Farrell. Hmm. So, in a whole different city. Because, like, these guys are in New Orleans. But I think the next one's going to be like L.A., I think. Huh. So it's... It's like an American Horror Story. Kind of like thing? American Horror Story, where it's just like a whole different... Yeah. So that'll be interesting. And it's funny because I, I saw a headline just a few days ago where it's like, Farrell agrees you know, like, signs the contract for True Detective, and I thought they met Will Ferrell, and I was like, oh, sweet! It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> Colin Farrell. <laughs> I'm not crazy about Colin Farrell. I don't, I don't know much about him. He's, he's one of those I just, I, I've got no opinion about, but when I saw Farrell, I was like, Will Ferrell's going to be on True Detective? Awesome! <laughs> And I saw Colin, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, that him. There's another Farrell. It's <laughs> like, they shouldn't just use the last name in those headlines. <laughs> um, and then Harold goes on to say that he's watched um, Louis season four. He says, due to a DVR issue, I only got around to seeing the season now. A few months after it aired, once again, in a binge fashion, and it reminded me how good the show can be. Binge watching worked particularly 
well this season because there was a three-parter and a six-parter plus a 90-minute episode that I assume will be broken down into another three-parter for reruns. Louie regularly goes out on a limb and takes big chances, and sometimes it doesn't work out, but most of the time it does. <laughs> Speculatively, it was hard to pick out a highlight, but I'm going to go with the 90-minute episode entitled Into the Woods, in which an issue with one of his daughters caused Louie to have an extended flashback to when he was 13 years old and was introduced to marijuana. There were memorable performances by the actors who play 13-year-old Louie, his science teacher, and Jeremy Renner as the director. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't wait to watch this. Have you ever watched Louie? I love That's Louis. one I haven't seen that I've always meant to get around to. Oh my gosh, I love Louie. I've seen the other three seasons. I will watch anything that Louis C.K. is in. I, <laughs> I love him so much. I'm like, I'm like strangely attracted to him. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. That's funny. Like, I find him a, very attractive. I don't know. I, I just adore him. <sighs> and so I'm really excited that season four is over because that means maybe in a couple months... It'll be on Amazon or something for me to watch because I don't know. I just have you ever watched any of his shows? No, I've seen some of his stand up and um, <clears throat> again, Patrick. <laughs> I just got my hair done. And we were talking about his stand up when he's talking about, you know, he's like, I know it's wrong and you don't think these things. You know, like talking about people that are allergic to peanuts. <laughs> That maybe they just shouldn't live. <laughs> He's like, if all you have to do is touch a nut, maybe you just shouldn't be alive. And he's like, that's terrible. And I don't think that. But you kind of do in the back of your head. Yep. You have those thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> he is so funny. I, yeah, he's, yeah. I know he's not for everybody. There's a lot of he talks about like masturbating a lot and 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 things like that, but his his show Louie is amazing and it it's kind of like a like a curb your enthusiasm. Yeah, that's what I think thing of is, you know, it's just him getting in all these, you know, little situations that he doesn't mean to be in. And, oh my gosh, the girls that play his daughters are so adorable. Huh. They're so adorable. But, yeah, it's 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 a great show. Yeah, it's on my list. <laughs> yep. It's great. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's something about Louis C.K. I I really like him. <laughs> <laughs> and then Harold's third, third thing is um, Batman the Animated Series. 
I've mentioned before that I listen to Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman podcast, and he is constantly raving about the series. He does on his other podcast, too. <laughs> That's what I put it. Um, I noticed that it was added on Amazon Prime, so I started watching it. I am currently about a third of the way through the season two, and while there have been some ups and downs, the quality is getting better and more consistent. Now I know why Kevin Smith is always talking about how Batman can make a grown man cry. (laughs) (laughs) I love Kevin. For a good example of this, watch part one of Robin's Reckoning from the second season, in which Robin's origin story is told in a flashback as Batman and Robin get close to catching the man who murdered Robin's parents, Harold. I'm so excited to watch this Batman series. I've, I noticed that a Batman series was added to Amazon Prime, and I've always wondered, is that the one that Kevin talks about? And it is. So I'm so excited to watch it. So excited. How long has it been going on? Kevin's been talking about it for, I would say, at least a year or more. Hmm. So So maybe just a season or two, the most? Yeah. So. Well, thanks, Harold. That's Harold, right? Yep. That's it. Okay. Um, we just got a general email from our sister Catherine. There's another one of us. <laughs> um, she and she just started listening. She said, "I just started listening to your podcast." Oh, she entitled it "Not Mother." <laughs> <laughs> and you have Not to do it. Mother. I had to do it in a uh, Rupert's voice. Rupert's voice. <laughs> Um, I just started listening to your podcast, you guys, and it is a riot. It's all I ever want to do anymore. I can't wait to get home every day, watch an episode, and then listen to the corresponding podcast and quilt. Then repeat. I laugh and talk to you guys like I'm in in on it. (laughs) I can't help but think that I want to be on it. I would love it when I'm caught up, hopefully by the time season three starts, and I can start giving feedback and stuff. So much fun. Love it. Love you guys. Keep it up. Yay! I can, I can totally picture Catherine like yelling at us. <laughs> I know. Let's see. We kind of did some back and forth, and what did she yell at us about? Oh, she's like, I'm so glad you guys finally found out who Jer Burns is on Breaking Bad. It was driving me nuts. <laughs> Sometimes I yell at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> It just makes me laugh. I can totally picture Catherine yelling at us. <laughs> Come on, you guys. <laughs> I forgot what he is on Breaking Bad again. <laughs> oh, a counselor or something. He's a counselor at the rehab that Jesse goes to. Yeah. Yeah. So. I forgot again, cat. <laughs> nope. I love it. I love it. The cat's listening. Yeah. That just makes me laugh. She, she said she's having a blast quilting. This is her first quilt she's ever done. And she's just kind of gotten into it. <laughs> yeah. 
She says it makes her inner Jesse Plankton come out sometimes. Quilt, bitch. <laughs> Did you read that? Yes. <laughs> and I'm working on her trying to get her to watch Buffy so she can follow along and guest with us as another newbie. That would be a lot of fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be a lot of fun to have Catherine... All right, so aside from just, let's see, I watched, well, I watched the second season of Orange is the New Black. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I loved it. I loved it, it way more than the first season. I I like the second season better, too. I hear a lot of people say, yes, it's... Um, it's at least as good as the first season. Like, they're like, it was, you know, it lived up to the first season. But I'm like, man, I thought it totally surpassed it. Yep. And just, I don't know, maybe the storyline was just a little more interesting to me. Well, I think the character of V. Yeah, man. How, you know, because we talked about this before, like in our latest, what, what we've been watching, I was like, there's a character in season two. Yeah, the <laughs> so I crazy. figured out pretty fast you were talking about V. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wow. Yeah. What a character. Yeah, just oh, what she did to the prison and just manipulative. So, oh, she was awful. She was awful, but so awesome at the same, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and just. I mean, I guess spoilers, whatever. Right. But, like, sleeping with her foster son and, wow. Yeah. You know. And then just how the the cancer lady, I can't remember her name, just, like, hits her in the car. She was awesome. (laughs) That was so great the last few minutes. (laughs) She's like, you're not a nice person. (laughs) I loved her. I loved her, too. I didn't notice her too much the first season. You know, she kind of falls under the radar the first season. She does. She does, but She's got more of a story this second, and then just, I don't know, the way she just mows her down in the van. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> yes. Good stuff. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed the, uh, her Piper's, like, the Jason Big stuff, like getting together with her best friend. Yeah. I enjoyed that. And yeah, I I love the second season so much. Yep. Yep. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> and then I watched I watched the second season of a young doctor's notebook. They finally have played, they aired it in the U.S. They aired it on a channel called Ovation I had never even heard of. Oh. Just this last month. And so I DVR'd them, but then they showed up on just Xfinity. But the third one wasn't on Xfinity, so 
I watched my DVR version. I don't know why. They've got one, two, and four. It's kind of just weird. Oh, weird. And it was, you know, to be honest, the first three were kind of, I don't know, lackluster. I, you know, it was enjoyable, but I don't know. They just didn't hit, hit it quite there for me. And then the fourth one was really powerful. It it was really good. Oh, really? Fourth one kind of made up for it all. Interesting. Huh. I haven't seen any of them. I didn't know. Yeah. You, I, you probably, I don't know if you can find three, but <laughs> you should probably be able to find one, two, and four. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Okay. And I don't know, maybe since they now have aired in the U.S., it might come on Netflix in the next few months. Since they've got the first season. Right, right. That's, yeah, that's how I watched the first season, so. And then I I read an article where they talked to John Hamm about it, and, you know, he's just kind of like, well, Daniel's got a few projects. I guess, is he writing them? He's at least producing these shows. I think maybe he's talking about maybe writing some. They're based on some novels, which they've totally exhausted now. Through the second season, they've just done all those writings from that Russian author. I forgot his name. Right, right. It was based on some short stories or something. By I think the first season was based on one thing, and then the second one they kind of pieced together from different kinds of stories. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, it sounded like John Hamm might be interested if he could pull something together, but he was pretty iffy about it. So that might be it. Hmm. But, yeah, it was good. At least worth a watch? I mean, oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Especially for the fourth one. Fair enough. But even the first three, you know. They're better than other stuff. <laughs> you know, other things that suck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I tried to watch that Dear Mr. Watterson documentary on Netflix. Mm-hmm. About the Calvin and Hobbes guy. The Calvin and Hobbes oh, guy. I couldn't get through it. Oh, really? Because it's, it's on my queue. It's not good? It's not interesting. And it's just not done well. No, I didn't. I I finally turned it off. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Because, yeah, I've been meaning to watch it. You can give it a try. It's always fun to... I, I don't know. I thought it'd be fun. But... Let's see how far into it I got. <laughs> oh, I got almost halfway. I got a little over halfway through. I don't know. It wasn't very interesting. And huh. I've watched some idiot abroads. I've just I don't know, just kinda besides I've been really into Buffy and Angel. I've really been watching a lot of Angel and instead of watching I've gone through and I've uh mapped out how we're gonna watch through season five with Angel. 
And I've even got our groupings of podcasts all set. Oh, okay. Well, oh, okay. That's all I can really think that... to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been doing a lot of... I've been rewatching Supernatural with the new Idjit cast. Mm-hmm. And I guested on the episode that'll be coming up next. Oh, that's right. How did that go? It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, so I've been watching Supernatural again, I guess. I don't know. I haven't been listening. That's about it for me and my interesting watchings. (laughs) Rob and I have been watching some house. (laughs) (laughs) I suck. Go, Sue. (laughs) Yeah, go. Compared to yours, I watched a crap load of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw, I watched the um, the series finale of True Blood. Mm. Um, yeah, no real surprises <laughs> there. Yeah, season seven wasn't all that great. And it was a series finale, right? Yeah, 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 it's done. Um, the Eric and Pam stuff was awesome. Hmm. And I like what they did with Sarah Newland. Um, but yeah, they're, you know, I just, I don't want to get like spoilery in case people, but there's a couple major characters that they really just... <laughs> The way they had them exit just doesn't make sense to me. Hmm. Messed it up, you think? Well, they just... Okay, Sam is one... Is Sam in the books? The Yeah, he's the werewolf. The, yeah. Bartender. Bar- the bartender, owner. yeah. He earned... He owned, like, Merlots. Yeah. Like, his final scene is just like... He leaves a letter for Suki, and then you get a quick flash of him, like, loading up his truck and leaving, and that's it. You know? Mm. I don't know. You thought he deserved more? I thought he deserved a lot more. He was a major freaking character. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, And there's another major character that gets killed off that it's just like... It happens off camera. Hmm. But then minor characters get like fantastic death scenes. I don't know. It just, I don't know. Hmm. Is the, the one that gets killed one I would recognize? Yeah, it's, um, I don't have her name written down. What's her name? The Suki's best friend. Um, Tara? Tara. You know, she dies in the first book. Right, but in the, in the series... They keep her on, right? They keep her on. And her cousin, I think he dies in Lafayette. the first book. Lafayette. Yeah, but they liked him so much, they kept him on, too. Yeah, and Lafayette, like, the final, the final episode, he doesn't even have a line or anything. And Lafayette is, like, my favorite character out oh, of the series. Oh, he's great, yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. I, I 
And it's just so weird because then they give like these fantastic scenes to like these minor characters. I don't get it. Hmm. The Sookie and Bill final scene. I liked, but it went on too long. <laughs> but I also just really liked the... I really did like the whole ending scene altogether. Mm-hmm. So, I know a lot of people don't, but I liked it. So, I don't know. You'll have to watch it or something. Yeah, I, it's on. <laughs> it's on what's it, isn't it? Uh, it's on Amazon, Amazon Prime, yep. Yeah. So, how many seasons? Seven. I don't remember if I watched the first two or three. At least two. I'll have to check. It's just weird. It's just weird how these major characters get nothing and these minor characters get huge. I don't know. It, mm, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, I finished, finally finished off watching season one of Hannibal. Uh, and heard a lot about it. Holy crap! This show is so good. Oh, good. And it is—I cannot believe it's like a—it's like an NBC show. It's not—it's not a. It's not A and E or anything. Yeah, it's not a cable show. It's. <laughs> this is one of the most gory, crazy shows I've ever seen and it's on network TV and it's on network it is so good Emily how do you watch it uh season one is on I think it's on both Netflix and Amazon Prime and season two hasn't happened yet or has I don't think so I don't think so because once season two happens, I'm gonna watch it as it happens. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna wait to binge because it's so, so, so good. Cool. I think it's an NBC show. Yeah, I think it is. And oh, it, it is so crazy. It. I don't even want to get into it because I just want you to watch it. It is so good. All right. I'll watch it. <laughs> so definitely watch it. Um, another thing I watched was season three of Bored to Death. Have you watched this yet? Is this Jason? This is, um, yeah, Jason Schwartzman. Schwartzman. And... No, I haven't, but I've wanted to. It's... Yeah, it's Jason Schwartzman, um, Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis <laughs> <laughs> and oh my gosh, and Ted Danson, and Ted Danson, this is his best role. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh, he is so great in this show. He just plays like this older guy that's a huge pothead and Jason Schwartzman plays like a friend of his who's a like a PI, like a private investigator I, and Zach 
Galifianakis is so hilarious and it I it is so funny, Emily. Good. It's a HBO show, right? It's an HBO show. There's three seasons. Apparently it got canceled, so there's mm-hmm. only the three seasons and Oh my gosh, it's I love this show. Hmm. Have you seen all three? Or just yes. first? Yeah. Yeah, I had seen the first two a while back, and then I just watched season three, like, recently, and it just made me love the show all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Just Ted Danson, I'm telling you, this is his best role. Well, I, I could honestly say I probably know that I haven't seen his best role yet. This is it. Huh. He is fantastic in it. And just season three, Zach Galifianakis, I just loved him. Oh, he's great. Oh, my gosh. He's got this story arc in season three where he falls in love with, like, a 90-year-old woman. And, it, oh, my gosh. It's, <laughs> and it's Olympia Dukakis. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's fantastic. I, it's, funny. it's just too bad that that show got canceled. I'm telling you. Um, and then I discovered the show Comedy Bang Bang. Have you heard of it? I have no idea what it is. Oh. So it's Scott Ackerman and Reggie Watts. They're both like stand-ups. Mm-hmm. And it's like a spoof of like late night talk shows. Uh-huh. And it is so Is it like behind the scenes late night of a not late night talk show? Kinda, but it's them recording the late night talk show okay. at the same time. I mean it's it's like a spoof of like a Jimmy Fallon or, you know, okay. David Letterman show. And it is absolutely hilarious. I started watching it one day, and, like, Cam walked in. I mean, they're, like, 25-minute episodes. It's not a long show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Cam came in and started watching him with me, and then he just kept... He took control of the... <laughs> <laughs> he took control of the remote and just kept watching the next one. And he, and he looked over at me, and he's like... You always find the weirdest shows. How did you find this show? Because <laughs> <laughs> it is hilarious. And they always have, like, a guest on. Like, John Hamm is one of the guests. Mm-hmm. And, like, other guests have been, like, Michael Sarah, Paul Rudd, Weird Al, Andy Richter. And, like, the titles of the episodes are so funny. It's It just describes, like, what their guest was wearing. Like, the John Hamm one is, the title epi- of the episode is, John Hamm wears a light blue shirt and a silver watch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so, it's such a bizarre show. I don't know how to explain it. You just have to watch it. What network showed that show? I watched it on 
Amazon Prime. I think. Yeah, it's called Comedy Bang Bang and it is hilarious. I'm telling you. Alright. It's so funny. I'm making a list. It's so weird. <laughs> um, another thing I watched was um, the Pioneers of Television did a Robin Williams special. Like a new one? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And it's, Is it like on PBS right now? Yeah. Okay. In fact, I think they actually showed it again tonight. And it's really good. It's... Because it, they had him, I think, was it Pioneers Television? That they had him featured pretty heavily on the comedy one. Right. So it takes it takes parts of that because it's, it's mostly just Robin Williams talking, but then it's also, they've got Pam Dauber, Louie Anderson, Paul Rodriguez, um, Henry Winkler does a little bit and, and you can tell it, it's them after he died. Hmm. Wow. That sounds awesome. Oh, it's so good. So it's, yeah, so it's a little bit of, a lot of it is Robin Williams being interviewed, but then, you know, and just, you know, listening to like Pam Dauber talk about him and. Right. People that worked with him and loved him. Yeah. It's, it's really good. And. It just shows, like, what a great, because I talk a lot about, you know, like, his, his, like, going over to Afghanistan and stuff. I mean, I guess he used right. to go over there, like, every Christmas and spend Christmas with the soldiers, and I don't know. It just, it's really good. Hmm. Yeah. Um, then I watched... Derek season two. Did you? I did. <laughs> I don't remember you hearing you watch season one. Yeah, I talked to you about watching season one a while hmm. back. That's weird. So I watched all of season two and oh my gosh. <laughs> so I love Derek so much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I love Hannah. I know, I love Hannah. She's so sweet. And I just, I don't know. My highlights of season two are when Dougie, Carl Pickington, like the spider in the bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's not in season two very long. I know. I was so sad that he left. But just when... They find that spider in the bathroom and, like, <laughs> Dougie tries to get it with, like, a coffee cup and it <laughs> it moves. <laughs> and then you just see them all running out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I love Derek and his dad stuff. Yeah. Um, and his date. Oh my gosh, I loved his date so much. Did they... you watch the outtake that I posted? 
Mm-mm. There's an outtake where he couldn't stop laughing when he's like, he asks what her favorite animal is. And she says horses, and he goes, oh, do you like the small ones? And she goes, you mean dogs? <laughs> <laughs> and that line made him laugh so hard they had to, like, do it a hundred times. Go back, scroll through uh, Yes Mother, because I posted an outtake. I posted it, and it is, I watched it, like, I don't know, six times, that outtake. so <laughs> hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to watch it. I can just find it again and I'll... Yeah. Just post it again. Yeah, because you probably posted it before I saw season two. Yeah, I'm guessing I did. But... I mean, I remember you saying that you saw season two and it was like the humor was a little more... I don't know what you said, like dirty or... Crass, I don't know. Crass. And I know what you mean. It's it's a stupid friend, Kev. I don't like Kev. I don't think Kev's that funny. I don't uh, think so either. It's just, I don't know. It's that kind of humor that I'm just like, ha ha, you know. I don't know. It's not well, funny. Yeah, it's just not. It's <laughs> not. Like, you know, when, when they decide that, like, Derek and Kev should go sleep in that yes. RV in the parking lot and Kev, like, like dry humps every yeah every part of the RV. It's like it's fifteen like, year old boy humor. Yeah, it's just it, I don't know. That's just not funny. Yeah, it that drags it down a little. But other than that, you know, all the other stuff is great. The yeah, and I just love Derek so much. I just I know. I wish he was real and I could hang out with him. I know. <laughs> I love how he's always like messing with his bangs and I love I his lower jaw. Thing. Yeah, what he does with his mouth. Yeah, and it, even with his little hands, I, I like his little lobster cloth. I don't know. It just yeah, kind of reminds me of Eleanor. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and I love when he watches like the. The hamster on the piano, which Scout listens to all the time. Oh, my gosh. And when he, like, he watches it and he's so excited and he kind of mouths along to the music. I love it. It's so cute. I love it, too. That might be the first season, but... Yeah. Yeah. Hamster on a piano. (laughs) Scout sang that to me so many times. (laughs) Yep. And she didn't get into that until after I had seen Derek. So it made me laugh. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. <laughs> There's not just, just Hapter on the piano. Someone did like all these different. And it, it's it's all the same music, but it's like octopus doing something, you know. Mm-hmm. And it'll just show it. And they'll just sing that song. <laughs> and she's watched them all. <laughs> Scout loves him, and she's, yep. Nine-year-old girl, and Derek loved him. Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff was a little heavy-handed. Like, And that is exactly what I said. It gets a little heavy-handed. It's like they want to get this message of, I don't know, 
togetherness or something <laughs> of uh, warm. They want to warm your heart a little too much. Sometimes, yeah. Once in a yeah. while. But... Like the whole dog. Oh, yes. At the vet. That that killed me. <laughs> yeah. That it's... is animal rights stuff. I, yeah. Well, and I, I mean, it's been, this November will be three years, but I've had to do that and it's just horrible. (laughs) 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 So yeah, during that episode, I was like, tears, tears. But, you know, I loved, I loved Derek (laughs) trying to learn how to ride the bike. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He's so trusting of Kev. <laughs> you just get on. <laughs> he just gets on and crash. <laughs> he falls so many times. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Derek. If if you're not watching it, watch it. It's great. Yeah, I really it's, liked Derek. Yep. Yeah. And um, and then one day. On one of my days off, while I was, like, canning and stuff, I discovered on, I think, Amazon, like, HBO's Autopsy Show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For some reason, when it comes to, like, those dumb forensic, like, wife has been murdered by the husband... <laughs> Who tries to get away with it? Like 48 hours? I love those shows. (laughs) Are you talking about like 48 hours? Yeah, those kind of shows. Yeah. No, yeah, we totally watch those. (laughs) I love those. I don't know why. I don't like, I don't like the, um, like the CSI, like the ones. No, but true crime. True crime. Yeah. I like those. That's great. Yeah. And HBO has a show called Autopsy with this you know medical examiner Michael Baden I think is his name and oh my gosh I watched like four of them mm-hmm. and it's it's real it's it's not it's not CSI I mean it's it's like real true crime where Basically, the medical examiner is the one who kind of solves the crime type thing. But this HBO show, like, shows, like, actual photos and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like a 60 minutes or, you know, it's a little bit more real. And... Like, I saw some images that I'll never be able to unsee. <laughs> I did that when I went to Ben. <laughs> oh, yes. I've got images I'll never be able to unsee going with my brother, who was also a, a I don't know, a word for a medical examiner, but man, like, there's one episode about this guy that gets like poisoned and it ends up being his wife, I think. Mm-hmm. But they like exhume his body 
Oh, wow. I think about three years after he had died. And they show actual photos of his body. Hmm. And oh, it was so effed up. Hmm. I'm, I'm just like, I will never be able to unsee that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I went to Ben's place where he would take the bodies, they had like a table lit up with a bunch of slides of pictures. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, there was a lady that had been hanged and her Ooh. neck, it was oh. like squeezed. You know, it, it wasn't just a rope around the neck. It was like pinched and squeezed and tiny. Oh. That I'll never forget. Yeah, the one I remember the most with Ben was going to Price with him one night. And it was a to pick up a body of a guy who had, I guess, they had been drinking and stuff, and, and they played Russian roulette. Ooh. And he shot himself in the face. Oh, my gosh. And I remember, like, driving down to Price with Ben, and, you know, Ben went into the house to, you know, get the body. I can't believe you went on one like that. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, you know, watching, you know, I, di- I didn't go inside the house. Ben was like, stay in the van or, you know, and I got mm-hmm. out of the van and was like standing there. And I remember he was like wheeling the gurney with like the sheet over the body. Mm-hmm. And. I was with him and and he like opened up the back of the van and like a wind kicked up and like blew the sheet off of the guy's Ugh. face and it just I couldn't believe it. I mean the guy's face was like collapsed in on itself. Ooh. I mean he looked like a a muppet almost like it, I'll never forget it. Yeah, it's and just was, real death, you know? It was real. <laughs> <laughs> that guy had died maybe three or four hours prior, you know? And I was probably, I don't know, 13 or 14. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe 15. I don't know. I can't remember. But I'll never forget it. I even remember his name. <laughs> his name is Steve Bauer. but i'll never forget it just like yeah and that's how this autopsy show is it's just Mm. yeah it's it's fascinating but man it shows photos that you just wouldn't see on like a 48 hours or something it's yeah so if you're into that kind of stuff hbo's So then I watched a show called Hello Ladies. Do you know what this show is? No. (laughs) This is one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) It's another HBO show and it's Stephen Merchant. 
Um, is that uh, Ricky Gervais's friend? Yes. Okay. So it's already been canceled. <laughs> so there's only this one season. But I am telling you, this is like <laughs> one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Because it's it's Stephen Merchant as like this web designer guy living in LA who's single and he's only interested in like dating models and stuff. Uh (laughs) And it's just, he just finds himself in like the dumbest situations and so awkward. And he's like six foot seven, which makes it even funnier. I don't, it, it is so funny. Um, Because, I mean, like, so he he lives in this house, and then he has, like, a guest house. And he has this girl who's an actress who, like, rents his guest house from him. Mm -hmm. And so every once in a while, she has, like, friends over. And there's just this one scene where he's really interested in, in one of her friends. And it suddenly, like, the camera like shoots to him and he's got on this scarf and hat because he thinks that's that's cool. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And like his friends are such losers. Like his friend Wade (laughs) like always carries around his laptop with him in this dumb bag. And, like, they go to these clubs and stuff, and his friend Wade is, like, in the middle of a divorce, and but he has, like, a kid, and he goes to, like, this club and starts talking to this pretty girl, and he's like, yeah, my wife is leaving me, you know, and he's like, do you want to see pictures of her? And he, like, pulls out his, like, his laptop <laughs> <laughs> instead of a phone. I don't know. It's... It's called Hello, Ladies. It is absolutely hilarious. Okay. I <laughs> There's like this one episode where his friend Wade, who's getting the divorce, so he's got his like own place, and he falls in the shower, and like it makes him black out, and he wakes up, and he realizes that like, wow, you know, he could have died. So he decides that they need to do this thing where they all text each other AG every couple hours, like meaning all good. <laughs> Just in case anything happens. Just in case. You know, like, so every couple hours they got to text each other. It's AG, it's all good. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's fantastic. And it just got added to Amazon Prime. Okay. And I don't know. And he's got this assistant named Rory who is, I don't know. You've, you've got to see it. It is <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've already watched it twice. <laughs> How long is the season? Only like 12 or 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's. And each episode is only 
I think they're only like 22 minute. You know, they're not long. Yeah, it's short ones, yeah. So it's short. And, oh, man. I can't believe this show isn't going on. It, <laughs> it It's fantastic. It's so... He gets himself in so many really bad, awkward situations. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Stephen Merchant's hilarious. Yeah, he is funny. Oh, man. Oh, there's this hot tub scene at a party that is just cringe. You just, oh, but it's so funny. Hmm. So, yeah. Hello, ladies. And I guess they're doing a, look, it got canceled, but I, from what I understand, they just wrapped on like a TV movie wrap up. So we're going to get more. It's like a little special thing. Like a special. Yeah. All right. So, but yep. Hello, ladies. I'm telling you. Watch it. It doesn't sound like they gave it enough time to catch on. I don't think they did. Because it seriously is it's fantastic. It's so funny. And all the all the other characters are funny. I mean the guy that plays Wade is great. His assistant is so funny. I don't know. It. I was surprised when I read because I I thought I had just like come upon like this gem and I was like oh sweet and then I read you know that it got cancelled and I was like what (laughs) too soon (laughs) I know (laughs) so yeah I think you'll like it seriously you need to watch it um and then the only other TV I watched was the um, Gotham pilot. Oh, right. Liked it a lot. That's supposedly going to be a good one. I'm hoping. I'm really hoping. I mean, I love the concept. Do you, do you have any idea what the concept is? I just assumed it was just more on Gotham City. That's where Batman's from. I know that. Right. So it is Gotham before Batman, though. Uh, Is like Bruce Wayne around with like maybe as a kid? Bruce Wayne is like maybe 11 years old. I mean, it starts out with. Isn't that around when his parents got killed? Yes. Okay. Like. The opening scene basically is his parents getting killed. Oh, so, so basically, it looks like what the show is is um, Commissioner Gordon is a new cop in Gotham, and Commissioner Gordon is in the Batman world. He's the one that like sends out the the bat signal and stuff. Yeah, in fact, on Sue Watches Buffy, I got ribbed a little bit from Ray Doria. <laughs> oh, did you? He's like, also, you don't know who Commissioner Gordon is? You never saw any Batman? That seems crazy to me. <laughs> I said, I've seen quite a bit of Batman, all the Michael Keaton ones. I saw the one with Tommy Lee Jones, and I saw the one with Heath Ledger as the Choker. That might be it. 
And I knew there was a guy in Gotham, a mayor or something, that worked with Batman <laughs> to help the city. He would put up the bat signal, correct? And I said, that's about as far as it goes. Knowing his name and recalling it on command, nope. <laughs> and then I said, is the one with Tommy Lee Jones the same one with Jim Carrey as the Riddler? If not, I saw both of those. <laughs> Then I said, as superheroes go, Batman could be called my favorite, but as you all listening to this podcast are getting, I'm not really into superheroes, but when I am, I like them dark. <laughs> well, then you should like Batman a lot. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's just the whole, I don't know, the whole superhero thing just doesn't grab just me. doesn't appeal to you. No, it just doesn't. Hmm. If it did, I'd probably really like Batman. So, yeah, yeah, I knew. I didn't know if he was, like, a mayor. I knew there was a guy that worked, you know, was involved in the city that would call on Batman and that there was a bat signal. But yeah. Right, and that's who Commissioner Gordon is. He's the okay. one that would send out the bat signal because he's, like, the only one of the police force that that likes what Batman does, you know, because Batman is basically a vigilante, you know. Yeah. And so Gotham is like it's like young Commissioner Gort. He's he's just started out in the Gotham police force. It now the Gary Oldman plays him, right? Gary Oldman plays him in the Christopher Nolan Batman, The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Dark Knight Rises and Batman Begins. Yeah. Yeah, I only saw the the one <laughs> with the Joker. Oh, okay. So, I haven't seen the other two. So you saw the Dark Knight. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. So this is, and so Commissioner Gordon is young. Bruce Wayne is young because Bruce Wayne is Batman. I don't know if you knew that. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So Bruce Wayne is like, I don't know, he looks like he's about 11, maybe 12. And so Gotham, it seems like, is is the story of Commissioner Gordon, like, kind of taking over Gotham. And I guess it'll, like, show how he becomes... I don't know, commissioner, I guess. And so we have like all the Batman villains, like the Penguin, the Riddler. It's all them as young, too. They're like, all like babies. Like, they're all civilians <laughs> at this point. It's not like Muppet Babies. Not Muppet <laughs> Babies, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, because like, like there's a scene. I really enjoyed it, but there was some stuff that was like kind of like spoon fed. Like, so Commissioner Gordon and Harvey Bullock, who's his original partner, they go to a forensics guy, and it's Edward Nigma who. Ends up being the Riddler. Uh-huh. And like Enigma. Yes, exactly. He's E-Enigma. E um, 
like they're talking to him and like the Sergeant Bullock, you know, Gordon's partner at this time, he's like, quit talking to me in riddles. And so you're like, okay, so that's the Riddler, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a little heavy handed that way. Um, And like the Cobblepot, who is the Penguin, like his nickname is the Penguin for no real reason at this point. Was he born with slippery hands? No. He was in the Danny DeVito one. (laughs) And that's why his parents sent him off. Oh, that's right. That's right. No, no. He, He becomes a Penguin. He's not born one. But for some reason that doesn't make any sense, they call him the Penguin. So it's, I don't know. I think it's a pilot thing. I think they're like, we know we have these Batman fans, but let's do this for like the the rest of the people. You know, this is the Penguin. This is the Riddler. (laughs) (laughs) It's for people like me (laughs) that's not watching One thing that was interesting, I thought, was um, Selena Kyle witnesses the murder of Bruce Wayne's parents, and she's she's Catwoman. Okay. And that's that's kind of interesting to me that they had her witness his parents' death, their murder, because hmm. that yeah that doesn't happen at all in the Batman world. So. You don't know where they're going there. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm yeah, I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to do with that. And just my last thing is that the guy that plays Alfred seems like he kicks some serious ass. Hmm. And I like that. Alfred's like his uh, butler. Kind yeah, of I knew that. He's yeah. probably pretty young. He is. He is. He's young. Yep. And the kid that plays Bruce Wayne is great. <laughs> yep. He, he had a he seemed to have, he did a really good job at, like, being really upset about his parents dying. And then there's another scene where the Commissioner Gordon comes to talk to him again. And he seems to have, like, this like this resolve. Like, okay, my parents died. I need to, you can kind of see the beginnings of Bruce Wayne becoming, like, Batman. I don't know. For for a, a show about Gotham without Batman, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on board. Hmm. I'm going to give it some more. It, it could go really bad. <laughs> so Sometimes, far, like Joss Whedon shows, they need some time to... Right, right. Well, I just kind of, I, I kind of compare it to like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the mm-hmm. the Avengers TV show, where Cam and I were, we were so on board the first maybe two or three episodes, and then we were just like, ugh, this is terrible. And Have you kept like, watching? Because I heard it gets better. I heard it gets better. No, we didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just one of those things where we... we we're Avenger people, you know. Right. We're we're gonna like this show, and 
and we watch it and we watch it and we watch it and we're like, we hate this. <laughs> <laughs> but then I hear it did get better. Like maybe it would do better as a binge. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And you've already it sounds I bet you've already gone through most of the worst. No, I I haven't watched beyond the first two, maybe three episodes of oh. Agents of Shield. Perhaps one of our listeners will have well, been I, watching I, it and can tell you when it gets better. Yeah. I know it does get better. I have heard that it does get better. But I'm hoping Gotham carries the momentum that the pilot. I really like the pilot. It and it's got Donald Logue. I like him. And some of it some of it was really fun. It, it really did seem like a comic book put on TV. Like there's this uh there's this part where they're they're trying to they're in, investigating they're uh, interrogating all these guys and it almost looked like comic book panels to me like the way that they would show like the guy talking and then the Commissioner Gordon talking I don't know it almost looked like I it almost looked like a comic book to me <laughs> and then there's one point where like um, Sergeant Bullock like hit someone and I almost imagined like pow you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was it was kind of cool. So we'll see. Okay. I'm I'm I've been looking forward to this for like almost a year now, and yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, but that's it for TV. I watched Serenity. Ah. I've only got three movies, so we can wrap this up. I watched Serenity. I liked it. Yeah, that's good. I liked it a lot. I I honestly, I watched it so long ago, I hardly remember. <laughs> Been a while for me, too, for sure. Yeah. But I did like it. Um... It just, it also, it just makes me want to watch Firefly again. I just want to watch that show again. Um, yeah, I I would do too. And then recently, um, Netflix added Gross Point Blank. I saw that and I was going to watch it. Because we had just spoken about it that I hadn't seen it. I watched it the other day and it totally holds up. I, I hadn't watched it in probably 10 years or more. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I love that movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I love this movie so <laughs> much. I just, I love John Cusack in it. His sister Joan has a great part. Dan Aykroyd is hilarious in this movie. There's a fantastic shootout at the end. And Jeremy Piven is in it. And he's great. Hmm. And the soundtrack is amazing. 
I mean, I'm telling you, the soundtrack to this movie is the soundtrack to, like, me in junior high and high school. <laughs> it plays the exact same music I was listening to. It's not that old. Is it, like, his reunion or something, isn't it? It's his 10-year high school reunion. He is the the class of 1986. Okay. So, so they play all that old stuff. Yep, and I was the class of 89, so I was right behind these guys. But just the music, I mean, Violent Femmes, The Clash, The Specials, Echo and the Bunny Man, AHA, David Bowie, Susie and the Banshees, The Pogues, English Beat. I mean, they might as well have been in my bedroom in... <laughs> <laughs> I had every one of those albums, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's all me and my friends used to do was just listen to this music. So it's great. I love this movie. You need to watch it. Yeah, I will. And I put it on my queue. Mr. Trick is in it. Oh no way. Yep. Because I was watching it, and it showed him, and I was like, oh, is that Mr. Trick? <laughs> <laughs> and I looked it up, and it is. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, man. Grandmaster Flash. Oh, such good music. Such good music in this movie. Hmm. And then the very last thing we watch is a movie called Lady in a Cage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> We watched this, I don't know, maybe two or three weeks ago. Cam found some channel that we have that just plays movies all day. And they just play the most random movies. <laughs> and so it was like a Sunday afternoon or something. And Cam puts it on this channel and we start watching it. And at the same time, Cam and I both went, what the F? (laughs) (laughs) But we actually said the word. Right. (laughs) So it's like 1964, I think I saw. It's called Lady in a Cage. What we saw was like this woman go into... Like one of those house elevators. Like if you have an elevator in your house. Okay. Okay, so she walks into this and it starts going up and then like the the power goes out. So this woman is stuck in an elevator in her living room. Oh. And the power's out. And she's alone, I imagine? Yes, yes. No one knows she's in there. No one knows she's in there. And it's the 4th of July weekend. And I think they're in, like, the Hamptons or, I don't know, because it keeps talking about how it's the holiday weekend. And, like, every time it shows, like, outside of her house, there's, like, this constant stream of cars going by. (laughs) (laughs) So... She starts, she's got, like, this emergency button inside of her elevator that, like, 
triggers this bell outside of her house that has this sign that says, like, in case of emergency. (laughs) (laughs) It's so amazing. (laughs) So she keeps ringing this bell that's ringing outside, but no one can hear it because all these cars are going by. But it attracts, like, this drunken guy who like wanders into the house and steals a bunch of stuff and goes to like a pop shop. <laughs> and, and while he's at he like steals a bunch of her like I don't know, silverware and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Can she hear it and is she like yelling? No, because she's stuck at her house, so I'll she doesn't even Yes. I mean she knows that someone has come inside of her house, yes. And, oh, her acting is so amazing. Because, like, she almost immediately goes insane. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she gets stuck in this elevator. And then she, like, almost immediately goes insane. And, like, the way they do it is you can hear her thoughts inside of her head. Oh, no. But it's, like... (laughs) She keeps reacting to him like she can hear him too. (laughs) (laughs) Like like almost just like someone else is saying him. Because she keeps like moving her head and her eyes will open wide like she's hearing these voices. But it's like her saying, oh, it's, it is so amazing. Hmm. So this drunkard goes to this pawn shop to like try and you know, sell some of her silverware and stuff. And these hooligans over here and like follow him to the house and they break into the house and just torture this woman <laughs> while she's like hanging in this cage in her living room. <laughs> and like one of the hooligans is James Conn. <laughs> He's so young. It's James Kong and like this girl and then like this Latino guy and the Latino guy's acting is just the worst thing I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of those movies where we were just like this is the best thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Great bad movie. Oh my gosh. Bad movie. When I was about, when we were about half an hour in, uh, I told Cam, I was like, is this a, is this a Twilight Zone episode? (laughs) (laughs) But it's kind of, some of the camera shots and stuff, I had to look up the, the director, because, like, it's got some really cool, like, camera shots and, like, She's stuck in this elevator thing, but it has, like, bars. It's like an open elevator, you know? Like the old-timey kind? Yeah. And it's got this, like, silver-plated, you know, like, where you would push the buttons. And a lot of times, like, it's just, it's like the camera is on that silver plate. It's like a reflection of her. I mean, it's it's very... It's really kind of 
well done. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to look at the the director and he's nothing. He's he's directed <laughs> like all sorts of old seventies and sixties TV shows. Like this was his only movie. But I'm telling you, Lady in a Cage. If I ever come across it. Dude, it is amazing. <laughs> It is so good. That's <laughs> funny. And yes, Harold, I will watch that over It's a Wonderful Life. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was so amazing. I'm telling you. It's great. <laughs> it's, oh, there's this point where she starts like pulling like there's windows and stuff in her elevator and she starts like she knows that at one point like the James Conn character is gonna like get in you know she knows that she's gonna like defend herself and she she like pulls out like these parts of the window and you think that they're like steel or metal or something and she's holding them in her hand and and the James Conn guy, like, does eventually get into the elevator with her, and he turns her his back on her, and she goes to, like, stab him with these, and they, they end up being, like, rubber, so they just, like, bend. <laughs> <laughs> it's so amazing. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yep. Lady in a cage. So, that's what I've been watching. (laughs) (laughs) You have watched a lot. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's been like over a month since we did one of these. I know. If you come away with anything, I'm telling you, Lady in a cage and hello, ladies. (laughs) Okay. Those are the best. So... We're going to try and do our movie lists podcast um, coincide kind of with our like one year anniversary of the podcast, which is November 19th. Right. So, you know, if we do the first, we'd still have like, oh, I guess it, it'll be like a week. Right. Yeah. I think on the, the last one, we put November 1st as the deadline to get in. Like, their top ten movies. Because then that would give us time to record and get it out. Right. Yep. So. So, yeah. If you want to participate in our top ten movies podcast, send us your list to yesmotherpodcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook group. Yeah, you can get to us there. And that's it. I'm going to go to bed. I know, me too. I'm like, I'm <laughs> tired. <laughs> My voice is leaving me. <laughs> My body is a cage that keeps me from dancing with the one I love, but my mind holds the key.
tomar 